good podcast fuckers. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Uh, this Hey, we were actually kind of on the road this time, but not in a good way. We did a 13-hour round trip down to Cambridge and back and got four hours of sleep. So we laugh a lot during this podcast, but whether it's actually funny uh, is, as always, your judgment. Um, but, you know, we, we, we laugh. I, I thought we, 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 we stood up for step-parents, mainly step-mums. That was nice. What we were, That was like a new version of wokeness from us. I know you were bored of all the, just the standard fucking Tory bashing and tiptoeing around trans issues that we do. So we were like, you know what? Balls on the walls. We like step-mums. Uh, I ranted about poetry because it's shite and jazz because it's also shite. Um and and then I mean you know the podcast we, and then we spoke shite and and none of this introduction is relevant uh but we're still forced to do it uh because because it's because uh, I don't know well apparently it does stuff people listen to it and it makes them know what's in the episode and it's 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 better it's what it's an appetizer apparently because I disagree because I, like I listen to what the fuck with Mark Madden and I, f- I always skip this bit I fucking hate this bit of his podcast I'm like I don't want to listen to just you talk like that's fucking ugh no offense if you're listening to Mark Madden <laughs> Sloss and Humphreys on the road muggins and cream cream and muggins straight thugging living the dream and that's our intro fucking muggles tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? So we pulled off uh, my cunning plant to go to Cambridge and back in one day. Mm-mm. Were we still calling it cunning? It was cunning, but I didn't realise there was a huge, huge flaw in my cunning plan. Which is... That you had builders in. Aye. So we we get back at four in the morning. It was after four. Aye, just after. Because I remember noticing that you were having a bong at four twenty. Aye, and, and that's the only reason why I was up at that time. I was like, look, I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. You gotta respect. It. It's four twenty every day. I'm a real G. Both four twenties every day. I do both of them. That's how much. Um, does I've two, actually done does, it. He does two forty. I do, yeah, do two forty. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's just after I go to the dentist. <laughs> I go to the dentist John, first. Is that the Jordy dentist. <laughs> Aye. It's two thirty. Aye. I don't think it has to be Jordy for the joke. Forty. I don't think it has to be Jordy for the joke to work. Hots, because he would say hits, which is thirty, or hots, which is forty. Oh right, I see two forty. I right, I gotcha. So, um, not only have you. <laughs> Not only have you got builders in, but what are your builders doing? Um, my fucking nothing. Uh, no, they're doing. Uh, they're, they're doing our own suite. So they're doing. And the also, then we're getting other build. We've got other builders in uh, to do our downstairs in the. Uh, we're getting a bit of the back garden done. So not not only were they taking the day out on your old bathroom mm-hmm. at heavy REM sleep o'clock, mm-hmm. um, but because it's the bathroom, they've turned all the pipes off. And what did you not prepare ahead for? I, I wasn't here. There was no, that, that takes zero blame for this. It's my <laughs> useless, pregnant fiance's fault. Fat, lazy cow forgot to get any water. I mean, I don't drink 
to your coffee enough to notice or give a shit. I found, I found like um, the smallest amount of water like on the on the bed of the kettle. You know where it doesn't boil, it fizzes mm. in the well, kettle. And I was like, I was like, hey, heavily pregnant woman, do you need this vital fluid of life? I can I use the last of your water to make a coffee? Only reason that water was in there was because Troy, who's already gone, uh, came down this morning with a bottle of water. And made himself a cup of tea. And then I went up and offered the builders. I was like, do you, do you want a cup of that? Yeah, we'd love a cup of milk and two. And I go downstairs. I'm like, you know the water's off. <laughs> Why would you ask for a fucking cup if you know? So I had to fucking pull out of Troy's water bottle. Oh, really? Just pour it in. Thanks, man. Yeah, great. Took uh, it up. And they were just like, hi. Wonder if they were, I wonder if they were not expecting you know me what I, to come back up with the thing. Or whether they're just so new that... that oh, like, do you think they were just doing a game that the day? Where they're aye. Like, they're just a little subtle prank. Could you go get Could you go get a long stand, one of them? Aye. Aye. But maybe not if I've won them over, because Trady's always respect me. I don't know if I've ever, ever... I feel like I've told this story recently, but I don't know if it was on the podcast, about the boy who was sent to get bubbles for the spirit level, and he came back with them. He came back with bubbles for the spirit level. Just bubbles? Huh? We gave him £3 out of petty cash, Aye. sent him to the shop for bubbles for uh-huh. the spirit level, and the guy took his petty cash and cut him six squares out of the um, out of the bull wrap. <laughs> <laughs> sent him back. Class. Well done. Well done, that bloke. And we were like, how are we going to account for this petty cash? <laughs> I've literally got to fucking find three quid to put back in the petty cash. I wait half an hour for nothing today. <laughs> Fucking absolutely fair play to the bloke that kind of thing. He was just like, all right, good boys, I'll join in on your pl- prank. Welcome to the alley-oop. <laughs> the bubble rap alley-oop, that's what we're calling the podcast. Aye, uh, I'm kind of tired. Aye. This is a proper morning podcast, because we were like, we'll do the podcast after the antenatal class, which is what, like one o'clock? Half one until... Half one? Fucking three. But then uh, I, I heard tiles smashing next to my head. Next to my head. Aye. It's, the nanny nail class we've got to say is on painkillers and stuff, but I don't think they're going to be wanting to hear my marijuana stories. I'm pretty sure it's about the women's painkillers and stuff. Uh, and it's like my approach to all of the pregnancy is, and I've said this to her, I'm like, I'm making it about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have opinions around you out loud and you can take them on board or you don't it makes no difference I'm very aware that my vote doesn't matter in the grand scheme like it's your body I've got opinions and it's that's unimportant but frequent no 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 but I like she sometimes you want somebody else's opinion so I'm just like that's all I'm doing I'm just saying my opinion out loud so you know what the word is but if you decide to go okay and it's gone I don't mind I'm just going to say the things once mm-hmm. and see what happens but one of the ones that I'm definitely saying saying with them once I'm like just Take all of the drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just whatever they offer you, just go, uh-huh, that, and let them do it. Because she's already at the point where she's not one of these women that's like, you know, I, I, I feel one with the baby, and, and it's the journey itself. It's as beautiful as the moment of pushing it out, and I want to feel every strain and every limb that comes out does of me. Does she feel robbed that she's not feeling that? Or does she feel like every woman that says this is a fraud? That one, the second one. <laughs> yeah, she's like, they're all full of shit, or they're mentally deranged, and it's nothing else. Uh, so, uh, but, but just... just it's, if you hate it, you know, if she's hated it as much as she has and it's not been fun, uh, then, I mean, one of the 
plus sides of it, man. They inject drugs right into your fucking spine. Is that the epidural? Right into your fucking spine. Is that the epidural? Yeah. That's an aesthetic that that just numbs you from the waist down. Yeah, they're just like, it's going to be a fucking nightmare down there, so we're just going to turn the bottom half of you off. You're just the the cop-off family guy now. (laughs) I just, yeah, but just for four hours. Here's some perspective for you. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. right in the spine, legs gone, enjoy that. Man, like, I... I don't think I've ever... I'd take an epidural for a shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of come out, lads, I'm having a shit this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I kind of play five or six. I've got a shit planned for six. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going around to uh, Kai's to sign his cast. <laughs> he had a shit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was real brutal, real violent. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a cast. I'm on a, I'm on a, <laughs> I hope I got my leg in a splint in this didn't, situation. Didn't say, didn't say leg. <laughs> but we are. <laughs> no, it could be our arse. You can shit. cast any part of the body. <laughs> Who sits near a swan? <laughs> you can cast any part of the body. You can get a dick cast. I don't think it would do anything. Uh, it just make it a bit better for Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit more girth. Uh, um, well, because I was also talking to Cara about this. She, both of us, have never actually been in hospital for medical reasons. Like, I've been in hospital when my mum broke her back, and obviously for the birth of all of her children. Well, no, I guess I was there for my birth. Uh, and my dad got some sort of minor surgery at one point, and I had to pick him up when he was drugged up afterwards. And then... You're six. You're just in that like kind of red-bodied, yellow-topped car. <laughs> <laughs> just, just him, him strapped, him strapped to the top like a Texan that found some roadkill that I'm just gonna bump in. <laughs> you, you just Fred Flintstone, your sick dad doing the fucking M1. <laughs> don't, don't, don't the M1. Uh, you're taking him from your childhood home in Kingston up to his family home in Thurso <laughs> in, in your fucking playgroup car. Um, you've so we've we've just never been. I've been to hospital to get my eye taken out. Aye, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they still put it back in the, wrong. They put, it, they put it back in, point in the right direction. Aye, and I've been in to have me just brought it out just and then <laughs> the, the, the shined off the shirt. Aye, we're not going to buy it. <laughs> aye, this one is fucked. Actually, now that you mention it, throw it back in. Keep that. Keep aye, that. Aye. We'll take the other one. I'm like, I need that one. I was aye. awake for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you just before just before they did it, you were like, "Can I get my eyes numbed?" And he just leaned forward and kissed your eye and went, "Num num num num." <laughs> <laughs> He gave he gave us a, a, a reverse epidural to take me out. <laughs> he take me out. He limped us from the waist up. Oh, uh, I just thought you made. He put something in your spine that made you feel everything. Chas <laughs> <laughs> was like, "We're gonna double this pain straight up." So what uh, is he doing? Guantanamo Bay shit. <laughs> uh, just so you could get a price on my eye. You tell us you'd give us like an old PlayStation game for us, Crash Bandicoot 2, not even 3. <laughs> but at the same fucking way that GameStation trades in games, you go in with like 17 games and they're like £3.50. And you're like, the plastic costs more than uh, that. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get more for recycling, man. <laughs> I could upcycle this into some sort of currency and get more uh, money from it. I could, I could sell this on fucking Etsy or something. <laughs> so, did they actually say the eyeball at your head? 
Aye, they took the in the the they cut the muscle and then sh- took a bit off because it was too much. Right. They were like, "This guy's got too much. He's too hench <laughs> in his eye. <laughs> he's got too much muscle. This guy." Um, and they took they, they snipped the muscle and then stitched it back together. Popped my eye back in and then went, "Hey, gone on your way." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that feels like I've got sand in my eye all of the time." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we did that. We put, did you not want the sand operation? <laughs> sand. Fuck, sorry, man. We thought it was like, it's like a vajazzo for your eye, but we ran out of glare, so we just rolled it around." <laughs> what do you think the S stands for, in NHS? <laughs> Non-hydrated sand. <laughs> No, all sand. I, mean, the bed, I guess the bed of the ocean. Oh, no, I guess it is. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> hydrated. Because, <laughs> um, like, I don't, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'm, I'm not scared of hospitals, right, in any way. You've never been on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, 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 I can kind of understand, like, the... Like it, not, not, I imagine not even the one off Silent Hill. If 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 you've if if you have grown up in a hospital because you were ill or a family member's ill, like obviously there's negative connotations. And if you've like a lot of your friends or whatever died when you were like, you but be- you've only got happy memories from flaunting in the hospital, have you? No, no, but I don't have no, no, no. But but yeah, fucking childbirth and like you know, and going in and getting fixed or just minor surgery. I don't have the it's a <laughs> your know. sister being put down. <laughs> no, she was she died at home. <laughs> that, that, that's, doing a, that's doing a bit. Oh right! <laughs> Just like she, you can't put people down, to Daniel. Even those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, like people, you get some people that are just like, oh, you know, I don't like, I don't like. I have a friend that does like hospitals because it's just like he's like, that's where people die. And I'm like, yeah, only if that's how like limited your imagination is. Like people die everywhere. No. Like you're not driving down the M1 going, ah, ah, ah. Like that's as common. <laughs> <laughs> a child in a playgroup. Oh, his dad on the roof. Um. I uh, so I had my eyeball took out and put back in. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't take a photo, even though, like at the time, the flip phone, the v- Voda. You remember the original Vodafone flip phones with the camera on? Mm-hmm. And then you like, I remember like feeling like I was in fucking Star Trek or something because I'd put my hand in front of the phone and mm-hmm. I could see my hand on the screen and then I move my hand and then like a second later, my hand moves on the screen. I'm like, whoa! Uh, I, I was like. Can you take a video of it on this and use up like all my memory with a six second oh, yeah, video? Plug it into this USB. I just need to back it all up. I, I remember the first time video phones came out, and I mean, this is already sound old just because time has passed. But that is going to be me telling my kids. I was thinking this the other day when we were watching. I can't remember what Marvel movie we were watching. Oh yeah, I was really watching Spider Man, and I was just like, at one point, I can already feel in my bones, right. Within the next seven years, at one point, I'm going to turn around to my son and be like, you know, uh, the, there was a time, I remember the first Marvel movie came out, we were like, this is great, this is mad. He's going to be like, shut the fuck up. Do you know how many times I've heard this story? And do you know how little I don't give a shit? Yeah. I've heard the story of my dad going to see Empire Strikes Back yeah, so Wars. many times. And, the, the thought, and it's such the a thought reference. it was real, and now you're just like, you can see the man's hand holding the ship. Aye, yeah. <laughs> He's making a gnome noise. <laughs> But like he also goes, says I remember when like because the, like they always talk about how genuinely big the twist in the movie was, you know, look, I am your father. Like, but like but at the time when that came out, people, first of all, that twist didn't exist. That's only pop culture now. But back then they were like, what the fuck, mind blown. And at one point I'm going to be like, 
but just trying to make my son watch it and then just the bit where Robert Downey Jr. says I am Iron Man and it's just me crying uh, <laughs> and it's just yeah, like just he's like dad uh, it's not like it's moved on so far uh, yeah, there's, there's way more stuff out they also that was like seven Iron Mans ago <laughs> like they've <laughs> recast several times <laughs> Surely that, that, that was the guy who got cancelled playing him <laughs> <laughs> No, he got cancelled before Iron Man saved his career. Has he actually? Johnny, he, jo- Johnny Depp. John, John, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Deppy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Johnny. Terry, Terry Jr. His career was over because he was like a really good young actor and then was like, oh man, he loved cocaine. God, he loved it. He loved, mm. It was one of his favourite things. He almost, almost loved it more than his wife. And then his wife was like, I need you to love me more than cocaine. He was like, oh, that's going to be a... That's going to be a real tough shift, love. But Aye. you're going to have to let me do you in the bathroom way more. Uh, if you love your, if you love cocaine more than your wife, right? That like that means you didn't love your wife enough, or you love cocaine too much. Yeah, because it should be a fucking no-brainer. Like it should just be like, uh, oh yeah, my wife, duh. Mm. But maybe you've got a really dull wife, and maybe the only time you can bear talking to her is on coke. Mm. Aye, and maybe anyway, you can get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think his career was over. I think he pissed so many people off, and then his wife was like, "Don't go and not do coke anymore." And he was like, "All right." And then, um, and then, and then, and then he, and then he got Iron Man, mm. and then made that. I do think that's. But that's gonna, that's not like that was not him surviving a cancellation. That's some uh, that's him dealing with his struggles. Well, I think he was like not necessarily, but the, he was sort of written off. It was Aye. like he's that old. It wasn't cancelled. He was Charlie. He was you Charlie Sheen did. Aye, but like, I, oh yeah, God, what is Charlie Sheen doing now? I don't know, probably heroin. I, I mean, I did look. I know it's not a, it's not a nice thing to say, but there are just sometimes when you see a celebrity going through a rough time, and you're like, I wouldn't mind if you, you know, I'm not wishing it on you, but, but like, but if you were if one of 2016's stopped, casualties, yeah, <laughs> no, no. You'd, be, you'd be the one I'd I'd stop I'd stop the grief for the least, yeah. But if if the if the next time I asked, what's that person up to nowadays? And somebody went, they died. I think I'd go, oh, Costa did. Oh, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. And yeah, I've I've got I I've got any ill feeling for Charlie Sheen. I don't think I do. I didn't watch enough Two and a Half Men to hate him, and I love Platoon. But I, yeah, I just hated the way he. I hate anyone that makes that much of a fub public full of themselves because like, whenever I do something embarrassing I think about killing myself constantly so the fact when I see other people being just embarrassing all the time and then not wanting to kill themselves I'm like okay I'll have those feelings for you then yeah. like if that doesn't fucking like remember the remember the fucking World Cup right when Maradona was just coked out of his fucking nut screaming was making an absolute disgrace for himself uh, in that moment anything with Conor McGregor in right now yeah oh it, I, I was just like well I don't mind if you die now like, I'm, like, you've embarrassed yeah. yourself so much for me that that's my most recent memory of you and it's not a pleasant one and I think you're just, aye. Uh, you could have had a legacy. Aye, and now you're just you somebody could've, who... You could have been in the 27 Club and everyone would idolise you forever yeah. as, yeah, as your prime self. But you, you stayed... Ruined you, it. You, you stayed alive beyond your fucking peak. Like, we never got to see Kurt Cobain do Just Eat adverts, right? <laughs> right that's, why he's, that's why there's a legacy aye. for him. Two-pack two insulin insurance. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and at no point, you know, where they just coming out with Amy White well mind you I guess Amy White is a bad bad example because she you know was, what, she though, was like, one but I, I, I definitely like I hated her because of her constant breakdowns and then all you have to do is like watch one documentary and you're like uh, oh what, all right fair watching enough watching the Gaza see. documentary fucking like pulled my heartstrings like that was Aye. that was fucked what happened to him 
Like he he had a couple of things right. One was like he had childhood trauma where he um he was taking his uh, best friend's younger brother to football mm. and they were like shoplifting and they fucking ran out the shop and the younger brother ran into the road and got knocked down and died in in his custody Aye. while he was the responsible one making him shoplift as a kid Aye. as a kid. The fucking naughty things that you've done as a kid never get punished that hard. Aye, aye. But it's so never he, results in your mate's brother's death. Well, I guess your mate's death. Aye, so he's... he's Very uh, odd if Gaz, Gazza just does tell the story as my mate's younger brother. I'm like, just aye, say your mate. Aye, just say your mate. I barely got to know him, let's be honest. I got fucking out of him a couple of years. So he had that to live with as he come through. But then what it was that fucking sent him out of the edge was... Uh, it was the f- the the birth of phone tapping. Mm-hmm. Oh, so aye. he would lock himself in a hotel room, right, and so that the fucking journalists couldn't get to him. And he'd like make a phone call to his dad and tell his dad something, and then read it in the paper the next day, and then he'd write his dad off. Oh. His dad's a snake, and his dad's selling stories in the paper, and he fucking murdered his relationship with all of his family members for. For betraying him, aye. Even though it was, it was just, a, and it was just that people were listening to his phone. But that wasn't even conceived at the time. That wasn't an option that aye. someone could listen to a phone call, and uh, and it drove him fucking mad and drove him away from Ali's family and all that. And when you when you think of like having that happen to him, and losing everybody and losing Ali's support structure and all that, like you just can't. Oh fuck! You see that sh- that shell of a man when he's fucking hammered, aye. turning up with a fucking bucket of chicken and a fishing rod to Raoul Moat, and you're like, aye, he got he got made that way. Aye, aye, that wasn't Yeah, that wasn't your own doing. That's aye. Yeah, you kind of just going, well, if that was me, I'd just stop drinking. Aye, and I, my, I agree, because I did, I, I did have sympathy for, obviously, once you, you know, I did have sympathy for Amy Whitehouse in the end. I was like, oh, I do feel... I haven't seen the documentary about her. I don't really... Oh, know hers is just... Struggle. I mean, she was just... I fucking hate her music. <laughs> right, so I think that was another thing. If I just... Back to black, do, you, do you hate Lady Gaga's music? Um. Do you like A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper? I don't hate it. <laughs> right. But, like, would I watch it again? Yes. Would I go out of my way to watch it? Nah. Like, I think I think Lady Gaga... Amy Wine is a good singer, but just... Yeah. It's like, man, jazz musicians are talented. I'll acknowledge that. I don't want to listen to a fucking millisecond of it ever in my life. Same with Amy Wine. I just fucking hate it. That Back to Black song. Your face when we landed. Oh, rehab in, in, fucked me off. Your face when we landed in New Orleans airport and they were scatting and doing jazz in the airport Man, when you were waiting for your luggage and you I, had a hangover. I would have rather I would have rather landed in an airport and fucking seen ISIS there. Um, I would have honestly rather like, seen... This place is vibing, everyone's getting in the mood, people are buzzing to be landing in New Orleans, and then there's just you, and your fucking face was death. Fucking jazz, man. It's ju- I mean, I know I've had this rant several times, but it's just the lowest form of music. Do you do requests? No, just make it up. Oh, I've actually got a favourite song. I bet you do. Shut the fuck up. Just play our song. Play our song someone knows. Do you think it's the music equivalent of that breed of uh, Noel Fielding generation that watched someone being random and then tried to replicate being random? Yep. Yep. 100%. It's the ninjas and unicorns and rainbows of the music world. Yep. And it's just who gives a fuck? Like, like there's obviously talent in it, but why would your talent be? For, it's like if you were the most talented fucking artist. Yeah, I'm from the country that invented bagpipes. 
Yeah, but I don't. Man, when was the last time you heard me listening to bagpipes? This morning. Man, you turned it up so that you could drown up the builders. I was trying to sleep. Man, man, if you landed in Edinburgh Airport and there was a fucking bagpiper in the hallway, I'd break his fucking neck. Touché. I'd fuck it. I'd be like, aye, none of that. Nah. None of that, mate. Stop that immediately. These are guests in our country. Like, you're allowed to walk down, you're allowed to walk down fucking Princess Street and hear bagpipes going because you're like oh well that's nice that's the background music yeah. you don't get to force that shit on people mm-hmm. and also I've got to tell you about like I like bagpipe music f- for 10 minutes at a time when you're like oh this just reminds me Aye. of I'll stop and look if there's like flames licking out of it on a street performance <laughs> but no jazz itself is just I remember I went on a date with a girl it was like a, I think it was like a third or fourth date like so we you know, banged a couple of times and it was like that stage where you're like, oh, well, you know, how often are we going to see each other? Is there any future in this? She was like, I'm going to pick the place uh, for our date. Uh, and it's, one of, it's my favourite bar. And I th- it's going to be a real testament because it's sort of left field. And if you don't like it, then there really is no future in our in our relationship. Ha ha ha. And I turn up and it was the jazz bar. And I turned around. I was like, we're not seeing each other after today. Yeah, like is, that, you, is that the one on um, Chamber Street? Aye, I'm like, if you want it, if you look, I'll I'll come in here with you. I'll fucking drink the whiskey, and if you want last one, last good time, bang, let's fucking do it. But if this if this is the drawn line in the sand moment, I will see you fucking later because no sex, no sex is worth this becoming my regular place. Wow, were you were you not like in that place to go? This place is very important to me. This is the first place that me and my best man, my best friend, my tour companion, Kai Humphrey gig together is that true yes <laughs> what you don't remember it was before the game of football that we played uh keith farnan was on as well i remember keith on <laughs> <laughs> you left before adam i said <laughs> um oh, i do vaguely remember that but man, it's also where claire Bear worked like i've got that uh, you know I've, uh, I, I, man i just fucking it's all the worst instruments. It's all the worst. It's all the it's all the instruments that everyone who had the, should have had the shit kicked out of them in high school played. Just suddenly allowed to do it in a basement while a bunch of other nerds who should have had the shit kicked out of them in high school go, yeah, skipping to me, just sing a song, just oh the fucking oh poetry and music, ugh. Make it up. Poetry that doesn't rhyme, that's what it is. It's the poetry that doesn't rhyme Aye, of music. The music. The music that doesn't scan. Aye. And I know I've done my poetry rant so many, so many fucking times. And man, people get real defensive. Like, turns out people out there, three lines of non-rhyming drivel. People read that and go, oh, they get it tattooed on their body sky. Aye. Tell you what as well, haikus can get the fuck. Aye, aye. No, no, I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm just going to say, at least in haikus, there's some measure of, here's a form you have to stick to, so it requires some type of skill to... The same right amount of skill is like making an acronym. It's like... It was that game, I nearly said Shenmue, but it definitely wasn't Shenmue, Ghost of Tsushima. Aye. There was like a certain you like fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. Okay, he's getting cancelled. All Japanese games look the same. You heard it here first. 
Oh, fucking hell, all right. Oh, who, who was that game? Soul Calibur. <laughs> you fucking monster. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I go, so she might have to write haikus. It's one of the, like, kind of completionist Aye. levels of it. What are you looking up there? I'm looking up the best poems. The best poem of all time. Is that what you Google? <laughs> yeah, right. Here we go. So this is The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot. Isn't he the one that wrote um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Oh, perhaps. Is that not F. Scott Fitzgerald? Oh, was <laughs> no, that, that was great, no, that, no, F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote uh, uh, Great Gatsby. That horrific, horrific pile of shit. One of the worst. T.S. Eliot. Um, Lion... No, it's that. It's not the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, is it? Not? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh no, no, C.S. Lewis. No, it's definitely not C.S. Lewis. Close in the sense that it was two letters. Oh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> two initial yeah. guys, all the same. No, I get like uh, T.S. Eliot and C.S. Lewis and C.K. Louis. Those are things I get confused <laughs> all of the time. Um, April is the cruelest month breeding. Lilacs out of the dead land mixing, memory and desire stirring. Dull roots with spring rain, winter kept us warm, covering. Earth in forgetfulness. Do I, do I just read over? Do you stop at the end of a line? Or, or do you read it like it's a fucking sentence? Yeah, you, you, you April say, is the cruelest month. The breeding no, Daniel, 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 perform it. Oh, so April's the cruelest month. <sighs> breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire. Stirring dull roots with spring rain. Winter kept us warm, covering earth in forgetful snow, what? feeding a little life with dried tubers. Say it again. Summer surprises coming over the Starnberg <laughs> jacuzzi. <laughs> with a shower of rain, we stopped in the colonnade and went, went on in sunlight into the Hof Garden. What the fuck is... Am I just... Oh, this is just... What's the Hof Garden? I don't know. It's just some kind of... So that, is that the best poem that's ever been written? There's, no, it's one of them. Okay, here's another one. E.E. E. Cummings, who is the one that, is the one that wrote... Line the witch of the wardrobe. That's it. That, that's it. Rowan, the, 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 e. the line the witch of the wardrobe. Is it E.E. Cummings, your mum's cum sound? E.E. I'm coming, Kev. That just felt wrong. I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. I am never without it anywhere I go with you, my dear. And whatever is done by only me as you're doing, my darling. I fear no fate, for you are my fate, my sweet. I want a world, for beautiful you are my world, my true. And you are whatever a moon has always meant, and whatever a sun will always sing to you. Here is the deepest secret nobody knows. Here is the root of the root, and the bud of the bud, and the sky of the sky of a tree called life, which grows higher than the soul, can hope or man can hide. And this is the wonder that keeps the stars apart. Fuck Boring. Boring. Fuck. Who, with a fucking straight face, fucking, because you know how people read poetry, right? They don't do it, they don't do it like you, you do read a book where you're like, I enjoy, I'll turn the page now and find what happens next. What they do is they fucking sit there and they read it, right? And then what they do is they put the book on their chest and they go, hmm, the wistfully ponder life. Mm. Uh, hmm. And then they'll get like the little highlighter out. And they'll, they'll highlight two lines and they'll go, ha ha, mm, yeah. And they'll take it to that tattooist. Pay <laughs> 45 yeah. quid. Yeah. Can you get this tattooed on my lower back so, so, so some fucking sad man can read it while he rails me with the personality? I pretend it. I'm sorry, it's not just women that like poetry. Maybe a man got it tattooed oh, you, on you his know, lower back. You know what? Uh, do huh? Do men get poetry tattooed on their back? Do, well, I mean, is it that. 
because like tramp stamps. Some men will. Oh, I, think, I think like as a pie chart, it would be a thinner slice of pie. Well, no, I think the I think I think that the question I was too scared to ask, but I will ask it because. I, I don't know whether it's because I'm getting older and I, I, I don't. Really, I'm like I know what I mean. So your if big, I say something, your bigotry is taking shape. Uh, well, yeah, so I don't know if it's that or whether it's me being like, you know what? I know what I actually mean. Like, I'm less, I'm less sensitive to other people's sensitivities. Like if I'm like, I know this is coming from a non-bad place. So even if it sounds ignorant, I know it's coming from an ignorant place as opposed to a malicious place. But I don't know. If that's just how fucking old cunts feel all the time. But like, obviously, to us. Right, you say there's tramp stamp, and that's because there's a stereotype that there's a type of woman that has like a butterfly tattoo on her lower back, and it's just as it's like trampy woman. Are there trampy gays that do it? Like, are there, like the real <laughs> effeminate? Like, is that is that a thing? Like, is, could, the, is there a gay equivalent to a tramp stamp? And it's probably just a tramp. Is, stamp. is, it, a, is it a it's tramp probably stamp? Probably a tramp stamp. Yeah, but it might be done with like a kind of layer of irony, an annoying layer of irony. That can you doing. get an ironic tattoo? I mean, oh, no, I no, like I've, I mean, I've got one. I've got a passport stamp that says "Naughty Boys." What's I think that's ironic. That was just you being so, naughty boys. That was just so I was being a naughty boy. What I like, getting, a, getting a drunken tattoo. Um, you know that like latent bigotry that people have when they get older and they just start like being bigots, mm-hmm. like th- the Jews do. Do you think it's like? Um, <laughs> 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 do you think it's like when? You've been working at a place and then like you put your notice in and it gets towards your last week and then your last day and then your last couple <laughs> hours of work and you just stop giving a fuck. You're like, what are they going to do? Fire us. Do you think like when you get closer to death, you're just like, oh, actually, you know what? Like, I'm, I... Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a bit of that. And I also think I also think the older you get, the the dumber you are to new technology that can convince you of false states of the world. So, like the reason old, the reason boomers think cancel culture is this fucking epidemic going across the world is because th- one person will get can and we all know what cancelling actually fucking means. One person will get blowback from saying something online, and the article will just be like, "This person got cancelled," and the cancellation is just the constant fucking discussion of the thing. Three people didn't like the tweet. Nine people didn't like the tweet. A hundred people online complained about the tweet. All this furor only exists actually online most of the time. Uh, yeah. Right, but the, but the old people just see this fucking art and they're like, you can't say anything. You know, you hear about that guy out in Wisconsin six months ago said said tranny, just said it in passing, and and now and now he's dead. And you're like, yeah. man, that's one story that you're also being you know triggered by here. I think there comes a point where you've been so you've read so much of that in the media that you're like. Oh, well, just repeating I, what you've heard. Yeah, well, yeah, and also you're like, well, if you can't say anything anymore, like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm gonna fight the, the good fight, and opinions that you might not have had publicly before because you were like, this is a bit iffy. You're like, well, now I just don't care anymore. I'll just have them out loud, like it's a rebellion thing. Aye, I think like there's that that breed of people always look back and it's like it's a different time back then. I want to go back to that time. Oh, As yeah. if like progress hasn't happened and we haven't made progress. But that was like um especially on social media they'll post pictures of like toys from my childhood and going, Oh remember these when time was better and that you're like you deny you can still get them things. You can still buy them toys that way cheaper now because nobody wants them because there's better stuff. Oh, like, you can still live in the past if you want. Like, if you want to... It's called being a hipster, actually. Are you just a hipster? <laughs> <laughs> we don't like those. Those get bullied a lot. Is that what you're after? Do you want bullied more, you old cunt? Like, I can feel... Because I can feel myself not necessarily getting less liberal, but just, like, I... Th- I th- 
previously in my life, I've always been very, very conscious and conscientious of what I'm saying and like why I'm saying it. Like, I've always been, I've always said, like, I, I think you can joke about anything on stage, but part of joking about anything on stage is I will always ask, uh, why are you joking about that? Like, what's the point? Like, are you just doing that because it's wrong and that's why, why it's fine? And I would sort of turn my nose up a little bit at that. And then I think recently just taking a bit more time off from fucking stand up. Uh, and also, as much as I fucking hate, I hate that, I'm going to admit it, I fucking hate that I'm admitting this. The new Louis C.K. special was. Good. I will admit that out loud, Owen. I'm taking that out loud, Daniel. I'm taking that on the podcast, Owen. Let's to, should we unpack this? I, should we unpack this because he's a bad I, man? I don't like what he did. No, I don't like what he did. I like to stand up before because I thought there was like a level of you know self awareness and irony to 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 what he did. I thought he was you know. It was. He, I thought it was a good stand-up. I liked his stuff. I thought it was silly. I thought it was fun. But I, then I didn't like his stand-up anymore after what he did. I, I I was looking back at his stuff and going, well, that that coming from the man who he is isn't as funny as that coming from the man I thought he was. Aye. So and, then, and then he did his other special where he didn't really acknowledge it and he did, but not in like the right way. And it just sort of felt like, oh, man, have you learned anything? And as we discussed last this? week, like some stuff was released from his open mic stuff and you're just like, oh, man's just fucking grasping at the semblance of a career. And then on the, because we, we had a fucking <coughs> 12 and a half hour drive essentially, well, more than because we had stops for charging. Um, you just like slipped it into conversation that somebody had put you on to listen to the Louis C.K. special. And I, 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 yeah, yeah. And I was like, why are we listening to that? Or is this research or are we researching here? Is that what we're doing? What's the. And then, good. and then you put it on. You were just like, let's just listen to it. I'd already, I'd already watched it once. I'd like, because uh, I was told by someone, and I was like, they were like, "Man, if you liked his old stuff, which I did," they're like, "It's, it's that again, and it's as good as that." And I'm like, oh, "Man, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm curious because you know, I watched last special, it sucked, and I was like, "Oh, good," and that's just reaffirmed in my head everything I wanted to feel about the world, and that's like justification in its own way. Like he's also, he's a bad man, and now he's bad at stand up, and ha ha. Justice. Uh, that would have been that would have been the, but life's complex. Uh, um, life froze, sometimes, times, uh, sometimes froze one of the best specials <laughs> that's ever been made in your face. I don't, from, I don't know if I from know someone that. that you've written <laughs> off. Um, it, it was a thousand, and I know this isn't much of a barometer because people have already made their judgment on it. But it's hard to say. It's a thousand times better than Chappelle's special. Oh, infinitely, infinitely better. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, if you enjoyed Chappelle's special, well, first of all, you know he, you know he's not listening, right? <laughs> you know you don't have to have that opinion public. He doesn't know. He's not listening to your opinions on his special. You just <laughs> just admit it was shit, and he's not listening to your podcast. You didn't enjoy his. You didn't, you you did deep down. You didn't think Dave Chappelle's last special was that good because it. Because it wasn't, was it? It just wasn't. It didn't really say I had, anything. I had a, I had a strange reaction because the first time I watched it, and we've talked about this. The first time I watched it, I was high, and I'd heard that it was super offensive, and then I didn't find any of it that offensive. Uh-huh. I just thought it was like meh. It was like ah, you know what, whatever. And then I watched it again. And I was like, actually, this is bad stand up mechanically. Yeah, mechanically, just, it's right. bad stand up. Um, Louis C.K.'s special. It's, it's just sp- bits. It's just really good, silly, silly, dark it's bits. Silly. It has, it had like shades of Pete Holmes to it. Aye. The elephant getting the MRI scan. Yeah. Bits, like fucking just funny bits, and I'm just like, oh no. 
the guy that like tossed himself off to vulnerable women that were trying to leave his hotel room. And he's still making jerk off jokes as well. And you're like, oh. And like, th- then women would probably listen to it and go, aye, that's kind of funny, but can we just not listen to it? <laughs> can we just not listen to it, boss? Aye. Aye. I'll tell you what I should have done. I should have illegally downloaded it. You give him a fiver. I don't. Did you give them? You say you tip them. I think now you I have tip- to. I think now I just. I think for my conscience, I have to go and donate to like a woman's charity. Yes. I, yes. I just got to go purge me soul. Maybe that's a good way of doing it, right? Look, if you want to go, if you look, if you're able to separate it, which I was, you know, but I, I like stand up. I like stand up, and it, you know, I enjoyed stand up from a person that I wouldn't want to spend any time with, and that's it doesn't make me feel great. But f- I've 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 listened to it twice now, and it was good. Mm-hmm. I tell you who's special. I'm Nick, who I'm genuinely fucking excited for. And I, I never thought these words would come out of my mouth like five years ago. I cannot wait for Adam Sandler's new special. Um, is he doing another one? I didn't even know he was, but fuck me, I was blindsided by his last one. Oh, it's just so good. Just so really, really, really good. Um, I, you made me feel bad for finding him cringeworthy previously. I was like, that's not like he's doing. He's doing him. That's what he's, he is. He's just doing his thing. That's who he is. That's what he does. He's never tried to package himself as anything else. Yeah. It was just cool to not like him anymore, even though. No, I, I no, no. I think it was cool to avoid his films. No, just <laughs> I, I, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler did stinkers. Like he's got a lot of stinkers. How much did you just love him as a kid when you were growing up as a teen? Like well, I had, always did. It was yeah. yeah there was like a, big, there was a cool big daddy and happy Gilmore and water boy and all that, and then all of a sudden you're just like, like, like it was cool like, to shit like, on him. Like you know when you start finding your parents uncool. Aye. And, you, and you get through that and then you come at the other end and you go, oh, I was a bit of a bastard to me mum and dad back then now Aye. that I'm in my 20s and I'm and growing your, up again. your parents are just I did, like... I did that with Adam Sandler. <laughs> I don't think I... I, I grew up loving him, uh, thought he was uncool and untrendy and then loved him again. I don't think I ever... Don't like to, but it was just a, he was always a guilty pleasure, and it wasn't. I didn't find it a guilty pleasure, but it was just cool to not like his movies or to make fun of his movie. And man, he did do some fucking Jack and Jill was piping hot shite. No, I've not. I've avoided all. Zohan wasn't good. I've, I don't think I've seen Zohan. That was no. That was he Zohan. Uh huh. Was that not? Um, no, it was definitely. Is that not Chuck Norris? No. <laughs> no. That wasn't Chuck Norris. Are you? Is this a bit? <laughs> it is a bit. Thank fucking God. I was, look, I was looking for the name Rob Schneider. No, Rob Schneider was just Juice Bigelow. Bigelow. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen a? Uh, have you seen Rob Schneider's stand-up special? No, and won't. Oh, it's it's worth it. For the wrong reasons, right? Man, he was given a Netflix special. The cunt manages to fill. 37 minutes that's how long it is right and in fact I think to even how long does it feel about an hour it feels an hour that man fucking hates women oh he he hates his wife he hates his daughters he hates his mother-in-law he fucking hates women and he smiles while he's doing the bits he fucking hates here's the thing how how bad did mother-in-laws used to be (laughs) I know, I, I. <laughs> because when you say old comedy is hinged on mother-in-law stuff, I, I love my mother-in-law. Oh, I love your mother-in-law. <laughs> she's, she's, class. Cl- she's class. And even even like previous relationships where I wasn't married, so they technically were mother-in-laws. They're really nice to us and decent. I all of my. <laughs> 
All of my exes, except for one of my exes in high school, whose mum was a fucking cunt. Uh, Is it? They were such dicks, the mother and laws smelt it and hated the fact that they were with their daughter and give them the bad no, view of a mother-in-law. I think it just... No, were mother-in-laws nightmares back then? No, I think that was, a, like, that, that was when it was the boomer fucking generation, so it was like just everyone was... Boring, like they just come out of World War Two. Like this is for the fucking Reagan years in America. It's all very like fucking, you know, center right. Uh, fuck the communists, uh, and and we're going to be nice middle class people, and you're nice and you're polite, and drugs are bad. Drugs are bad things, and you know, alcohol's another way. And we're good Christians, and it was sort of like that era. So it was just they were, you know, I th- I think like it's. The comedians that were making these jokes were also like fucking comedians in a world where everyone was like, I want my daughter to marry a lawyer or a doctor and not a thing. And also, I think... You know know what else gets uh, really bad press? Stepmothers? Stepmothers? Have you watched porn? (laughs) 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 Fucking... This is a rebrand. Stepmothers seem cool as fuck. Like, you know, it's, it's a rebrand. No, they're rebranding. They're on, they're on a PR offensive. Disney did a number on them. They're trying to rebrand. Step, step, mum's a fucking sound man. I've never. Oh, we're from different generations. Wait, 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 where are stepmothers evil? Wicked stepmothers, always the Disney villain. Oh, aye. Always the Disney villain. In, 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 oh yeah, in so wait, Sleeping wait. Beauty and Cinderella and um, the other one. Oh. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Aye. I just cut. Yeah, I guess I'd. God, I wonder. I mean, I don't want to imagine it is true. I imagine there's actual real fucking stepmoms out there that are just like, I've just got to get through this first. Like, I, it's an immediate, you start like three points behind. You don't start I, at zero. I've overheard a conversation between stepmothers out of our friendship group, who I won't name. Who um who are just saying like even the um uh, from the other side it's a bit of a fucking nightmare like the mother will go well I don't I, I don't just done nothing to upset me or something like that and you're like well like I've hel- I've hel- I've helped raise your child and you're like you're like I've done nothing to upset you I've done nothing to harm you I've actually I've actually done things to help you Aye. like it's not like it's not like I haven't been an inconvenience I I have been a help <laughs> like why am I looked at as this like well she's not getting in my way kind of. Attitude and that apparently, like that attitude comes from the other side uh, quite a bit. We have friends that are stepmothers. <laughs> you do. Like, I'm no, not gonna, I'm not going to no, name no, them, no, but no. I'm talking this fucking candidly. <laughs> That's so funny that you are, you are so self-obsessed. You can't see what some of our friends are doing with their their entire lives. <laughs> Entire lives, yeah, like you know, it's a massive part of their life oh. is raising other people's children. No, no, not her. <laughs> yeah, I can run with their children sometimes. <laughs> it's hilarious. I think I've got one. <laughs> I think I've got. I think I've got. Is this? Is this? Yeah, I think. We, I think we might have to cut this bit. Why? Uh, no, but yes, but yes, uh, yeah, you got one. That's uh, that's the only well, that's, one. That's the conversation I heard. We have multiple Daniel. There's millions. Do I don't do I don't accept that? Not a one there. No, I don't know. Do I know any stepdads? Rouge, I guess. Aye. Yeah. No. 
Oh, yeah. is he now? Well, well, uh, no, in, he was interim. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for the belt. <laughs> <laughs> He's interim stepdad. <laughs> I, I reckon I'd be. I reckon, I reckon I'd be an all right stepfather. I mean, I'd hopefully I'll, I'll never have to be. I'd be a class stepdad, like. I just. I, I, I like unless your dad's belt out, which he isn't because it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring way more to the table than your real dad, apart from like. You See, know, I go the opposite. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, you got. I'll make sure that you keep your relationship with your dad, like, like, and and, but I'll also be there. Like, I'll, I'll be real Will Ferrell. You wouldn't overstep the lane and all that. You wouldn't be com- competing for the affection. No, <laughs> you no, could, you couldn't. That that like that's a, that's a struggle. That like uh, like the reason I brought it up. That stepdad, stepmom. There's a struggle that doesn't get as much credit because it's like it's a fine lane you've got to walk between like overbearing, overstepping the lane, living up to other people's expectations, living up to people's other people's standards. Aye, aye, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just I finally worked out what's new. It's one of my very close friends, <laughs> and he only got one of them. <laughs> is there no? I got two. There can't be more than that. There is, Daniel. We're old now. Ah, uh, well, you are. <laughs> is Matty a stepmom? <laughs> is it Matty? It's Matty. I did think it would be Matty. Um. I. How would you feel about a, a stepdad in your life with your child, like down the line? Um, like, well, not hold on, good. Hold on, let's set up the hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not hypo- good because wife me and Carol broke up. Let's set up the hypothetical a bit better, right? right. He's, he's broke up um, mutually, right? But because he's what doing each other's tits in, right? He's like. Everything that you've got now, the harmony you've got now, got disrupted by the introduction of a child, right? right? And just fucking, you just went like a year and a half to two years stubbornly trying to make it work before one of you suggested breaking up and the other one went, oh, fucking thank God, I've been thinking about this for ages, right? right? You, you, your, your relationship deteriorates right, is yeah. what happens, and right? It's, and it's better to just amputate it for the uh, sake of everyone. You both love this child, but you're, you're going to make this child's life a fucking nightmare if you stay together because the oh, uh, yeah. toxicity starting to bleed in the family life, right? You've made a decision. I'm sorry to put you through this hell when you're actually setting up for one of the most wonderful times of your life, <laughs> right? But take a picture of this because it's changing, motherfucker, right? <laughs> and then you meet someone. Aye. Uh huh. So you're already. She fit. That's all she's got. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just. She's got a horrible personality, but Cara doesn't get to see her personality, so that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm she, just going to publicly have a hot one and be like, yeah, ah, ah, yep. who needs you? <laughs> yep, you're going to finally have chest hair, you're going to wear your shirt open, you're going to have a medallion <laughs> <laughs> and a hot wave. Fuck yes. Right. I, oh, do, I, do I, by any chance, own like some sort of villa in Spain? Yes. <laughs> Great. Thailand. Superb, I mean, <laughs> already. Am I Gary Lineker's brother? <laughs> you are Wayne Lineker. You are Wayne Lineker. He's one of the ones where if I were to find out he died of some sort of overdose, I'd go... Oh, poor Gary, I hope uh, he's okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I'm, I, like, I'm sad for the family, but also me. Um, so how would I feel about a stepdad coming so into the, the picture? So the, the stepdad comes into the picture and he's a bit of a suit. 
She's took a leg. She's took a change of direction from. Oh, great! Then I'm the cool dad. Easy done. In. <laughs> and then uh, he does like a lot of the school runs, and he's like, he, he got he, like he's there. He's there at the sports, not with you. Hi. Not even with Kara. Something. He's just there watching your kid play baseball. Your kid, just... play, your kid plays baseball. <laughs> wait, he's, he's not. He's, wait, he's there, not with me or Kara. He's just. He's just there, like to. Um, this guy a fucking nut. To watch him. Nah. Like a beast. He's just interested in his sport. He wants to support him, uh, and then also he's going to give him a lift back home to uh, his family home where he lives with him. In you is it this house? <laughs> is it this house? Yeah, you live. You live in my spare room. <laughs> and Natalie's like, you can afford another. Pl-. I know Natalie, but it's just otherwise me and Kai can't go and be single, single together. He's not single. He's not. He's a good wingman. <laughs> well. He always. <laughs> He always gets the girl's attention and then they never want to fuck him at the end. So, so he, even though he's trying, he never cheats uh, on him. Like, oh, but it is not through lack of trying. Like, he really does give it a go, pup. Um, I think, in a real shitty way, I, I, and this is just my arrogance, man, I'll be, I'll still be the cool dad. Like, as long as, yeah, man, like, I'm still... So I'm still so cool. The, I'm the still a touring si- comic. The hypothetical situation where he's practical is totally fine with you. That fits in. But the minute he's like a bit of a fucking a bit of a boozer. No, 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 nothing to boozer. No, I don't want my kid to think I'm a boozer. That's no, not no, no, I'm, I'm talking. No, I'm, I'm uh, saying the stepdad. Uh, if I built the situation where the guy wasn't a like practical nine to five, fucking always there for the boy. Like if he, uh, he wasn't like a practical plugs in nice into the kid's life. If he was just more of like a a bit of eye candy for Kara. Aye. Little leg. He's a Geordie. And not like me, like, you know, he's a Geordie Shaw. Oh, one of them. Like, <laughs> oh, if she was going to one of them, then I would find it hysterical and I would just have to correct my son's English every time he came home. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but. Your son grows up speaking like me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most crushing bit of the whole thing. It's, no, but I think, like, it's, I used to have a, a man, I loved more than anything in the world, either meeting my girlfriend's exes or uh, meeting an ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend because I am a fucking nightmare ex-boyfriend or uh, like new boyfriend just for the for for other men's egos because you're sound I because you're sound up because you have a profile all of it and I've got a big dick I'm successful and I'm sound and like they'll if they don't know if they if they don't know who the the, the, the if they don't know who I was or whatever, they'll have no. They'll only know through them saying it, or it'll be brought up, and then people go, "Oh, that is lost." And in their own heads, they'll start on a lower fucking pedestal. Every time I've met an ex-boyfriend or whatever, they'll always try and get like the digs in. You're like, "Buddy, what are we doing? Like, uh, come on, let's be real here." Did I tell you the time at a wedding when I met Natalie's ex? And he was dead sound. Uh, he was actually. And um, what it was is the uh, there was a older man there that was like a pervy older man. And he come to congratulate us about Natalie because oh, yeah. he'd been perving on Natalie, and he was just like, "Fucking, what do you know right there? Oh, so, how, how do you manage that? Oh, Must have a nice car day." And I'm like, "I've got a bit of an Astra." <laughs> so yes, <laughs> it's a bit Tony model, two liter. <laughs> I really like it. It's a coupe, it's a coupe. <laughs> Spare wheel in the boot. 
Imagine that. It's the <laughs> Something that comes as standard with most cars. <laughs> like, in fact, the only time there's not a spare wheel in the back is when the spare, sorry, the spare wheel's uh, on the car itself. It's a space save, I mind, but you know, <laughs> more space for me. <laughs> So anyway, I was bragging about the fucking space here. That's where we'll be booting this old dirty old man. Right. <laughs> the fucking party moves on, right? And I end up at the bar at the same time as, uh, I think it's called David, right? So I'm at the bar at the same time as him. And uh, he says hello to us. And I know who he is and he knows who I am, right? And we're about to have small talk. Aye. And we're fisticuffs. We get saved from the small talk. Right, by this old man come along and went, Dave, have you seen his last just fucking stunning <laughs> <laughs> to our ex? And our ex just went, who the fuck's this old cunt? <laughs> and he knew him. Oh, aye, aye. Bit, like, we said, who the fuck's this old cunt? <laughs> and then he turned his back on him and got drinks and started attacking. I could egg. I like that. Funny, very funny. And it turns out um, <clears throat> the old cunt was the dad of the first person Natalie had ever slept with. <laughs> Oh, right. so she had she had quite a thing going on at that wedding. So, so, so he definitely should have recognised her. <laughs> <laughs> what from getting sneaked into his house? I, I didn't know she. I didn't know she got snuck into a house like some common whore. <laughs> I, I don't know how. It, I don't know how it panned out. I didn't um, ask. Couldn't cope. I'd love to meet. Karis told me so much about her ex. She's mortified by him so much so that I'd love to meet him just because she'd be mortified. I'd be civil, I'd be nice, I'd shake his hand, I'd look him dead in the eyes. Aye, class. Mm. Uh, do you think like do you think you'd have like a proper one upsmanship on him? No, 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 no. I don't I, 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 I've won it and this is the problem with all the other ones. I've won it walking in. They're the ones that are like the game's still good on. I'm like you know game's what? over. You know game's, the, game's over. The, the, one, the ones that would get the one up on you, right, is the ones that just admit admit defeat, accept lower status, and rub that in your face. I shagged your lass. Aye, fair, five, five, <laughs> man. As long as she got the practice in. Thank you very much. She's class at it now. There's nothing worse than uh, men that hold uh, previous conquests against their partner. Oh, it's that, fucking that, despicable. That is a form of abuse. That is fucking hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like if if yeah, uh, not ju- not just men to women, but it's, I I would say it's more common between mm. men and women. But like if it's like, oh, do you fucking slept with him? I can't believe like we're now at this. Uh, now, now that I'm out, now I'm at, now I'm at a party with a guy you fucked. I can't emotionally handle this, so I'm gonna take out on you because I'm a fucking petulant child. Slut, uh, slut, grow up, go to therapy. Slut shaming your own slut is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> That's your slut? How, yeah, Jesus, come on, have some respect for your own slats. Honestly, yeah, I totally agree. And that, it's one of the, I will say this, I mean, I've not done it because of my friends are sound, but it's a, it's a bit of behaviour I would have no problem fully calling out with my mates. I've done it. I've, like, co- I've corrected that behaviour with me. If, if my mate was like, oh, she she was fucking, you know, you know what I mean, woman, she, do you know what I mean, bloke, she slept with me before me. I'm like, you fucking, I'll, I'll slap you myself. Mm-hmm. If she's not slapped you for this comment already, um, fucking let me lick my palm and you're getting it right across and, and the look fucking... Me, look me dead in the eyes. Aye. He didn't leave this conversation and carry on back to that behind my back. Aye, this <laughs> like, is... Aye. We're, we're taking this out at the core. Aye, this is, this is fucking, this is slap surgery. I'm slapping that fucking personality right out of your body right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, our friendship is fucking over uh, and also social relationship because I'm going to bang her. 
<laughs> you should be mad at who she's going to fuck in the future. So. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to bang her. I'm going to be like, you slept with my best friend, you fucking slut. That guy I just slept, <laughs> you fucking slept with him. You fucking all. And, you, and now you're telling me. Now you're telling me after I've just fucking stood up for you in you front of me. You're just through our I mean, friendship group, are you? Hi. <laughs> anyway, not that. Not that, not on. I just fucking... It, look, just be grateful. Somebody taught your ex how to shag. Do you like shagging? Your, do you like shagging your current partner? I yeah. love it. I love it when I get back from tour and she's got new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad about that part of my past. <laughs> that six week period. Right. Look, if you if you enjoy shagging your missus or your or, or your man, right, you should be fucking fat, mm. shaking the hands of. Everyone that fucked them in yeah, the past. Every like, ex, our uncle just in case. <laughs> Thank you so much for your hard work. She is fucking class uh, on top. Was that you? Did you teach uh, her the old yeah. twist and pull? That's mm -hmm. me, me work. <laughs> Kara's going up to all my exes. What the fuck did you tell him? <laughs> you told him you like that. You told him you. I have to not to live with that for the rest of my fucking life. I think you're because you liked it. You, you were too polite to say that's sore. I hate that gross. And now he's going to do it to me. For the rest of my fu- I hate you. Uh, you didn't correct him when he did that to your clit. <laughs> With his teeth. <laughs> he used teeth on your clit and you didn't stop him. Fucking, he's such a pussy like a rude boy and you let that happen. No. no. I'm tired. No. I've that was a very firm end there. I thought I thought we were having a good game of tennis, but you just <laughs> tired us out, Danny. <laughs> that was like you know in Forrest Gump when they just have like a fucking he runs forever, and then at the end he just was like, <laughs> "We did a thirty-five <laughs> second bet, and, and during the thirty-five second bet, you stopped turning right to went, me." The I'm going home now. <laughs> we, we are the home's there. We didn't get far. Like you went. <laughs> <laughs> you can still see the house for us. Yeah, you can throw a stone at it. You can still break the window from here. Oh, look, let's let's end the podcast pretty soon because I want to find out who the other stepmoms I know are. <laughs> really? How many are there? Right, I've got two. How many are there? Well, in our entire friendship group. Aye. Right, I, I, I'm aware of three because he didn't get one of them. Right, okay. This one, fucking, look at that. Look at, is it Gene? <laughs> no. No. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> to everyone who came to the Cambridge show. No, to everybody listening, just acknowledge the stepmothers in your life. Acknowledge their existence. Aye. You, you've clearly... Happy Stepmother's if, Day. You clearly have a blind spot to what they're doing. Aye. In fact, we shouldn't have a Stepmother's Day. We should just... Be nice to stepmothers on Mother's Day. Don't make it specific. <laughs> I'm actually. There should definitely not be a stepmother's day. That's, up. that's separating. That's separating them way more. Here's here's stepmother's day, and then this is real Mother's Day. <laughs> Don't do that. That's vindictive. Um, Deborah, the game to the show in Cambridge. Thank you very much for your patience of just a show that was rescheduled multiple times and still fucking packing out that room. Um, it was class. It was good fun. Aberdeen, we'll see you Friday, you fucking cunts. Um, that was very nice. Well, uh, you've been to Aberdeen. <laughs> oh, right, Aberdeen. <laughs> right, sorry, I was no, daydreaming no. when you said Aberdeen. Aye, Aberdeen. Absolute cunts. Uh, good cunts. The best cunts. Uh, good audience. Okay, cunts. Aye. Wouldn't drink with them after. Bang, I have done. Bang, and that's decent why. cunts. I've enjoyed drinking with them after. 
I've shagged a bunch of Aberdeen people. Ah, like disproportionate amount compared to like you know we're single spells on tour. Aye. Like Aberdeen was oh, Aberdeen was always that was a the biggest that was the biggest slice of the pie. Aye, aye, um, that in Dublin. Oh, aye, but Aberdeen. Aye, Aberdeen and Dublin. Thank you very much for keeping us warm all those years. Aye, you got us through some winters. <laughs> you really did. Aye, I um, liked um, uh, wintering inside of you. No, no, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I had a, I had a threesome interrupted in Aberdeen once. I thought it was you. <laughs> you did, I. I fucking blamed you. <laughs> you did, as if I would be as horrible enough. Can you remember what you said when we checked in that day? When they went, we've got your rooms next to each other. As you passed the keys, <laughs> oh, yeah. can you remember what you said to me? As you slid the keys across the desk, she went, "Your rooms are next to each other." I went, "Oh no, he's going to keep me up all night with the sounds of not shagging." Exactly what you said. Exactly what you said. And then. <laughs> there's two girls down to their knickers in my bed. Aye. Right? And then there's a bang at the door, and it's the hotel staff saying that there's been a complaint from a neighbouring room. <laughs> I don't remember this. It wasn't me. It wasn't fucking me. It wasn't me. You know it wasn't me. It's when I turned around, Daniel. They were fully dressed, including jackets and bags. Aye. And then they left. And then I left, and I went and got cigarettes, and I chain-smoked 20 of them. <laughs> and then I got back, and one of them had come back and was knocking on my door, right? Uh, so not, no, it wasn't... Uh, <laughs> there's a reason, reason, you, you reason to, I didn't murder you in the morning, did, but even now it. I'm still angry. Even now I'm still angry. I didn't do it, but that's very... Oh, so what kind of fucking nerd? Excuse me, the man next to me has got two of <laughs> Get a fucking dweeb. I had once when I'm I was trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> I had once when I was uh, with a girl in Norway and we were banging and the next door like shoot look, I I hate noisy sex. Right? I think it's mm. just what ah, the fuck does <laughs> I think it's intrinsically fucking rude. Right? Uh, I just think it's um, horrific. And, and she was making a bit, but we weren't making that much noise. And just some guy kept banging it. And I wanted to be like, man, every time you bang the door, we have to stop, giggle about it. And they can't, just let me come. Like, this will be over soon. You're prolonging this. Shut the fuck. Right. Also, we're in a hotel. Shh. Come on, let it. Uh, I promise it, it's, you. I'm it's, not, it's, it's usually like a weekend evening as well, and you're like, you're in a city centre hotel on a weekend evening. You know what you paid for. I've been in hotels when I've listened to other people bang it, uh, and you just kind of laugh and you go, "All right, well, there's that." And look, if it's if it's gratuitous and it's over fifteen minutes, I'll I'll give you fifteen minutes. Yeah, it, it, I, re I re always remember that quote out the beach, there's nothing more lonely than other people, the sound of other people having sex. So at least have the decency to shout, I'm lonely after you knock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely here, by the way, have Aye. some respect. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that person was also shagging, they're not banging on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're not like, you, you're making me sound bad. <laughs> She's not making any of these noises. <laughs> Why can't you be more like my person and not enjoying a second of it? You should see her. Stoic, barely a fucking <laughs> peep out of her. You you wouldn't even know I was inside of her. You wouldn't. 
I want the baby. <laughs> oh, anyway, so we'll be coming up to Aberdeen. So if anyone wants to shag us for old time's sake, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just for nostalgia, you know, it's like the old days of back then. Uh, bye. Yep. Oh, uh, before we go, uh, you're doing Thursdays with Ryan. Yeah, sure. And then we're doing Mondays together. And then you're taking paternity. And then I'm taking paternity pod- leave. Podcast paternity leave, and I'll right. I'll take it from there and get some belt guests on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>